takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin here with you. So glad you could join us today, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. The NHL announcing that players will not be participating in the Olympics this year. Can't say that's a surprise given everything that's happening around the league with COVID and everything else, but we'll talk about what that's going to mean for the Islanders because there will be some changes to the schedule and we have to see how that pans out. We'll have the latest for you. We have our weekly farm report and basically we are also looking at our Islanders birthday of the day, a player who a defenseman who didn't play a lot of games for the Islanders, but did have an impact in the games that he did play. So we'll have that for you uh, coming up in just a few. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, or a topic you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email. The email address is Locked on Islanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and when play does resume after Christmas. We will you'll please know that I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. Always great to talk to fans, so please do join us for that. Let's get right down to it. The Islanders and the rest of the NHL players now basically saying they will not be participating in the Olympics February uh, in China. And I, I can't say that that comes as a surprise. When you look around the league, 15% of the players uh, as of Monday were in COVID protocol. This Omicron variant is spreading very, very rapidly. And it is one of those situations where sending players to travel internationally in a situation where their safety and the protocols cannot be controlled by the players or the league, that creates all kinds of problems for the NHL. Obviously, you don't want to bring new strains, new variants, and and other uh, possible issues, health issues, over from the games. So it sets up a situation 
where the league is better off trying to keep the season going uh, after the holiday break if they can and concentrate more on that than on the Olympics. Now, what does that mean for the Olympics? Again, from what we've heard, it probably means that the countries involved will still field teams, but we're not sure exactly uh, we're not sure exactly who will be on those teams, just that it will not be NHL players. Could it be college players, amateur top amateur players? Uh, I could imagine Canada sending senior league players, for example. But we don't know yet, and as soon as we do hear something with regard to that, of course, we will let you all know. But no Olympics. And look, you know what? After what Islander fans have experience with when John Tavares got injured in the Olympics and missed the rest of the season, and it cost the Islanders quite possibly a playoff berth, or at least a realistic opportunity to make the playoffs that year. You know, that is always a risk that's involved when you send NHL players to the Olympics, and it's a risk that you really don't want to have to take. So that is off the table. How many Islanders would have made the Olympics? I think Ilya Sorokin certainly would have been a candidate. Matthew Barzal would have been a candidate. Anders Lee, perhaps. But even if it was just one or two or three uh, players, you know, that that still, those players run the risk of injury, run the risk of COVID, run the risk of all kinds of issues playing in the Olympics. And, and we now know that that is <clears throat> not going to happen. But the good news, perhaps, is that the February break that was built into the schedule will now be used to make up some of the games that have been postponed because of COVID. So you had a three-week gap in February when the league was going to get shut down. They're not going to be shut down now, but there is a scheduling issue still. A lot of arenas were booked, and you know they, they, they figured, hey, uh, our NHL team, who is one of our primary tenants, they're not going to be playing games during these three weeks, so they booked concerts, basketball games, maybe a conference tournament in college basketball. You know, depending on the arena, they tried to book uh, ice capades, wh whatever it is that they could do. But uh, let's even say that they play one or two games during that three-week period. That, you know, you play one or two home games, one or two road games. It's a reduced schedule but it is still an opportunity to make up some of the three, four, five games that teams will miss and keep the league on schedule if they can. You know, it, a lot of it is going to depend on COVID, what happens, how quickly it spreads, whether or not the league has to go back into a bubble-type situation uh, if necessary to complete the season, whether that's even possible. There are still a heck of a lot of unknowns out there. But as of right now, it will be a slower few weeks for the Islanders. We still do not know officially what the schedule is going to be. But right now, they will try to get as many makeup games as possible into that three-week spot. So the Islanders game against the Canadiens that was originally supposed to take place on Monday 
will be hopefully rescheduled during then. The Thursday game uh, against the Capitals that will, you know, has been postponed. Hopefully they'll be able to make that up in February, again, depending on what's available at the UBS Arena during that time. But that is the latest news as of right now concerning the Olympics and the what was going to be the Olympic break and the shutdown. By the way, unofficially, as of right now, Islanders scheduled to take the ice again on a week, you know, this coming Monday uh, against Buffalo. But again, that's going to depend on, you know, the earliest teams can return to practice is December 26th, Boxing Day for those of you in Canada. Uh, but basically, they have to test negative in, in order to get back into the facility to practice. So we have to see whether that game takes place or not. We have more to get to on today's show. When we come back, we'll have our weekly farm report. We'll talk all things Bridgeport Islanders, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are all free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. And all products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you will be glad you did. I'll tell you, I have a cousin of mine who has a beard. He tried the Primal Origin oils, and he really liked the way it felt on his beard. Now, we know every company claims to have the best, but with Primal Origin oils, they challenge you to compare their ingredients and the feel in the beard to other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Now, remember, the code Locked On one word, gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. This episode is also brought to you by Built Bar this holiday season. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. That's Built Bar. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's both delicious and healthy. And look, they've got so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice, melty Built Bar to go with it. And be sure to have a couple of napkins on hand. Like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you'll need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Taste so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. 
Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's 15% off your order when you use the promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's go back and talk a little Bridgeport Islanders as we do our weekly farm report. It takes place most Wednesdays. Occasionally, depending on the schedule, we move it around a day or two, but no games this week, so easy to do the farm report today. And the Bridgeport Islanders, I'll tell you, uh, they had three games since we last spoke, and they went 1-1-1 in those three contests. Last Wednesday, December 15th, they hosted the Providence Bruins. They went to a shootout, fell in that game by a score of 2-1, to one, and that was a, a frustrating uh, kind of a loss because they really did play well. Corey Schneider, 29 saves in that one, had four saves in five rounds of the shootout, kept the team in the game, but could not quite get it done. Now, Schneider playing well after a slow start. He is 3-0-1 in his last uh, four games. Cole Bardrow uh, scoring the only goal for the Islanders, and he scored in all three games that the Bridgeport Islanders played this past week. So they picked up a point in that first game. Then the second game, the two weekend games, they went to Charlotte for both of those. And on Saturday, a 5-1 to one win for the Bridgeport Islanders. And that that was probably their best game, their first trip uh, to Charlotte. And, you know, three goals in the first period. Bardro, Jeff Kubiak, Blade Jenkins, Michael Dalcole, and Chris Terry all scoring. Jakob Skarek making 28 saves. And the five goals, basically uh, the most they've scored all year. And now, basically, they have their first two-game road winning streak. So that was definitely a plus. So a nice performance there on Saturday, arguably Bridgeport's best performance overall of the year. Sunday, they had a matinee again in Charlotte, and this one didn't go quite as well. Bridgeport falling by a score of three to one. And again, Bardro uh, got his fourth goal of the year and his third straight game with a goal. But it was a 3-1 to one loss. All three of Charlotte's goals uh, came in a different situation. One power play, one even strength goal, and then an empty netter with a minute two left in regulation time. So the Bridgeport Islanders now in seventh place. They have pulled out of the basement in their division, and they have one game. It'll be tonight before the holiday break in the AHL and always, you know, these games subject to COVID and all the other details about it, but they will be in Hartford to take on the Hartford Wolfpack. That's tonight, December 22nd, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time start, and you can check that out on AHL TV. Then the uh, Bridgeport Islanders have their holiday break, and they will have two games Next week, after the holiday break, uh, again, COVID permitting, 
But uh, Tuesday, December 28th, a home game against the Springfield Thunderbirds. That is a 7 o'clock start, followed by Wednesday, the following night, uh, the Hartford Wolfpack come into Bridgeport to take on uh, the Sound, excuse me, I still have that habit, the Bridgeport Islanders. I still think Sound Tigers. It's been so many years, and so I got to break that habit. But anyway, look at the scoring leaders for Bridgeport. Chris Terry, 24 games, 9 goals, 22 points. He leads the team in goals. I got to give a, a shout out to Cole Bardro. You know, he's only played in nine games, but he has five points. Four of those five points are goals. Michael Dal Cole, also only seven games played, five points for him, three goals and two assists. Otto Koivula, 20 points in 22 games, six goals, 14 assists. Austin Zarnick, who has been up with the Islanders back and forth, running the, uh, the ferry shuttle there from Bridgeport back to the island. Uh, he has six goals and 15 points. Andy Andreoff, five goals, 14 points in 22 games. And Arno Durando, 26 games, four goals, 14 points for him. And, you know, I think Bridgeport, again, they are solidifying what they've been able to do. And no, they're not putting together big winning streaks yet at this point, but we see their play has clearly improved. You look at the two goaltenders, Jakob Skarek, a 2.87 goals against average. He is 6.7 and 2 with one shutout and a 9.06 save percentage. Corey Schneider, after a slow start, 3.6 and 1, a 2.89 goals against average and a 9.08 save percentage. Shootouts, incidentally, Skarek has saved uh, 3 out of 4, Schneider 4 out of 5. But overall, uh, again, just like the Islanders' uh, NHL version, the AHL team having a little trouble scoring in shootouts. We do our weekly farm report every Wednesday. Uh, Sometimes we bump it forward or back a day, but almost every Wednesday. So make sure you join us for that, and you can learn about what's happening with the future of the New York Islanders, their players, today. So uh, always a pleasure to do that, and uh, if you... Want to try to head up to Bridgeport and catch some of those games next week after the uh, holiday break. You know, the Islanders may not be playing for a little while. We'll see, but um, we'll see if the Bridgeport version of the Islanders will do it. We've got more to get to on today's show. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and some more thoughts about the Olympic situation and the makeup games and everything else. All that's still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, so head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, just use the promo code Locked On, one word, Locked On, to receive your bonus. And yes, betonline.ag will give you a 50% welcome bonus. That's free money to bet on site when you use the promo code Locked On, just because you listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available today. Bet online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We are going to go back and, well, let's say this. Uh, Monday was the 39th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Joe Callahan. Callahan, a Massachusetts native drafted in the third round of the 2002 draft by the then Phoenix Coyotes, spent three seasons at Yale. And uh, he's a six foot three inch, 220 pound defenseman, kind of a big guy. Made his NHL debut with the Islanders uh, in 2008-2009. 18 games with the Isles. He had two assists, was a plus five, and had only four penalty minutes. Played one game with the San Jose Sharks, then went on to play with the Florida Panthers for 27 games in 2010-2011. Went back to the AHL for the next two seasons before hanging up his skates. In 46 career NHL games, we're talking about uh, Joe Callahan had four assists and 16 penalty minutes. Did not appear in an NHL playoff game, but we're going to go back and look at one of Callahan's better games with the Islanders, March 2nd, 2009 at the Nassau Coliseum, the Colorado Avalanche in town. Their goalie, Andrew Raycroft, for the Islanders, Jan Denis was in between the pipes, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first, Dean McCammond is fifth, John Sim and Jeff Tambellini with the assist as the Islanders' fourth line struck. Time of the goal, 13-15, it was the only scoring in the first period, Islanders broke ahead one to nothing. Former Islander Ryan Smith, his 22nd of the year on the power play early in the period. John Sim was off for tripping. Smith is 22nd. Paul Stastny and Milan Hayduke with the assist, and it's a one to one game. But the Islanders answered back a little less than two minutes later. Jesse, uh, Jesse Yoensu, his first. John Sim and Joe Callahan are Islanders' birthday of the day with the assist. At 2.31, Islanders regained the lead 2-1. Then, later in the period, Bruno Gervais, his first of the year, John Sim and Blake Como with the helpers at 13.04. After two periods, Islanders had a 3-1 lead on the abs. Ryan Smith wasn't done, though. He wanted to send his former team a message. He potted his 23rd goal just a minute two into the third period with Marek Svatos and Ruslan Saleh getting the assist. That made it a 3-2 game, and the Islanders' lead was cut to one. But Jeff Tambellini, he potted his third from Mark Streit at 448 to close out the scoring. Islanders beat the Avalanche by a score of 4-2 for Jan Denis, 20 saves to earn the win. But for Joe Callahan, our Islanders' birthday of the day, He had uh, one assist, one of his two as an Islander. He was a plus one and played for 18 minutes and nine seconds in this game. So a solid performance there for Joe Callahan and a nice win for the Islanders, beating Ryan Smith, who, as we all know, was traded to the Islanders in 2007 to much fanfare, helped them reach the playoffs, and then 
signed with the Avalanche for less money than what the Islanders offered. So that made him, needless to say, not exactly an Islanders fan favorite for the rest of his career. But again, happy 39th birthday uh, a couple of days late for former Islanders defenseman Joe Callahan. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. You know, to me, I'm disappointed that NHL players won't be participating in the Olympics. I always prefer it that way. It's a great showcase for hockey. But at the same time, how can you ask players to make that sacrifice and risk their health and the health of their families and, you know, young children, parents, grandparents, etc. You don't want to see that. And to me, the more important thing, as much as I love Olympic hockey, is that the NHL figures out a way to finish the season, get things done, and, and, you know, be as fair as possible. Because let's face it, when you have seven players, five players out of the lineup because of COVID, it isn't fair to both teams. It isn't fair to the fans who are paying full price for an NHL-level product and they're getting an AHL-level product. It, it, it just is not ideal. Let's let's put it that way. So to me, canceling NHL player participation in the Olympics and going to uh, make up some games during the break is a better idea, and it gives the league more flexibility if they do need to cancel any additional games. So we'll have, you know, to me, it's a good decision, even if it's disappointing. Want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have a lot to get to later this week. We will have our Islanders Christmas gift wish uh, list, and that should be kind of interesting. Is what, what Islander fans really want for Christmas and Noah Stanley Cup, yeah, that's one of them, but let, let's be a little more short-term in that thinking. But we'll have that. We'll have all the latest news concerning rescheduling, COVID, illnesses, uh, when games are going to be made up, anything that breaks, we will have it here for you. So make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.